I like him, actually. Yeah. That's a good pick right there, especially this late. Well, not this late. It's the second round, but that's good value right there. Branch, good value right there. The Packers, it looks like they're going to select a offensive tackle from North Dakota State. Oh, my God, they're going to get that Cody Mouch, Mouch kid, the dude with the with missing tooth, the missing tooth. Tampa? Wow. These picks are flying by now. Oh my God! This is uh, this is who the Packers are gonna take. This dude, uh, Warren Sharp, actually just tweeted tweeted out the picture of this guy. It's the guy with the missing tooth. All right, well there you go, Green Bay. Yeah, I actually do really like the Martin pick, though. Uh, I mean, this guy can kind of do that slot kind of thing where you step up and go back and play safety, drop down into coverage, big hits too, yeah. big hits. So yeah, I'm happy. I wanted an offensive line, but I think they got a lot of talent here. And you, listen, you need guys that can get out there and uh, you know. Handle some coverage. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's exactly I see people on Twitter. They're like, we thought Hendon Hooker might go here. They're not drafting Hendon Hooker in Washington. I'm telling you. It's not going to happen. He's probably uh, not going to go to the third or fourth round. I man. feel like now this may be a third round type situation for him. But maybe maybe on the back end of the second. But I guess teams don't like a guy that's 25 years old. It's ageist, if you ask me. Right. Coming off an injury, playing yeah, in that I offense. I know. You know. Wait a minute. Cody Mock to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. What were you saying? I thought he was going to Green Bay. That's what they had, unless there's a trade here. Um, that's what um, Connor – hold on one second. No, 48 was was Tampa. Did yeah, Green Bay just trade out of that spot? They did. Okay. Okay, so that makes sense. Huh. All right. Yeah, Connor um, – I'm sorry, yeah. I'm all over the place From Detroit right now. through Green Bay. Green Bay was in that spot a while ago. Detroit had that pick. Yeah. So that's what it is. All right, so yeah. Everything's – there's so many trades – yeah, this is impossible to do right now. Screw it. Um, yeah. Good good, good pick for the Bucks. getting uh, Cody from North Dakota State. Hell yeah. Way to go, Bucks. Yeah, man, I don't know. Um, it, it sure doesn't look like uh, Hennon Hooker's probably going to go anytime soon, though. I would assume maybe he falls till, to three or four uh, or something like that. Yeah. I, I guess it's probably going to be the knock is going to be more the, the Tennessee offense, the Hypo offense. How? I see. I don't weigh as much of that on. Like, I don't like to hold that against quarterbacks as much because that shows that in the right offense they can succeed. Right. Like that. The whole thing is like there's this notion in the NFL, and some coaches do this and some don't. Where like you have to get you have to force a player to conform to your system. No, the real good coaches actually tailor their system and move things around and tweak things to a quarterback and their offense and the weapons they have to their strengths. That's what you should be doing. You can see that Hendon Hooker can put up big numbers, strong arm, oh, yeah. and a high-powered, fast-paced offense. You just have to have that. Right. So that's that would benefit him if he went to a team that had something like that, or at least bare minimum, a, a head coach that's really smart and forward-thinking. Now, here's a crazy thing. What about the Rams at some point? What if he falls to the Rams? Sean See, McVay? I, exactly. That man. would be a great fit. Look what McVay did with Baker Mayfield. He got him another job, got him another gig this offseason. Now, they don't pick again until the... Th- do they pick in the third round? They don't have any picks. That's the problem. Well, yeah, they traded away like their next eight years of picks. So they do have the pick Bowl. number 69. Nice. So maybe if he falls all the way there, they and, decide to take Hendon Hooker at and, that point. And they need a reliable backup, man, because Matthew Stafford's been dealing with a back and an elbow issue yep. really since he came into the league. That's a bad offensive line. I know they finally got him some offensive help, uh, offensive line help in this draft here. But yeah, I uh, I don't I wouldn't hate that for the Rams, and you can't rely on John Wolford to be your backup forever. And we don't even know if Stafford's going to be healthy coming into the season. Oh God, Clay Thompson just missed a layup. We got a tie up between Kevon Looney and Sabonis. Now things are getting physical. They're pushing Sabonis around. Yeah, and I don't... this may be an under game right now. Now it is eight five. It was eight nothing Sacramento, and 
the Let's, Warriors just rallied off five straight points since that timeout. Yeah, of course, because I played the under in the last game. This this will be the game that goes under. Hit that, Clay. Oh, God, oh, that, that was one ball. of the, That shot by Clay, it looked like he threw the ball. It wasn't even like his normal form. He just kind of like... That was weird. So, yeah, we're look, this is right now. Sacramento's desperate. They came out early. That's why I said stay away, take the third quarter. Let this game settle in a little bit. Warriors come out at halftime, yeah. and you just focus on just how they play in that third quarter. It really has been a much better way to go than a lot of these games because of the ebbs and flows and the blowouts. and the it just it is, it, We know it's, it's killed the props market, too, where they're sitting guys late because it's a blowout, and you're just like, I, I, I'm, I'm a point away. Right. I know, man. I'm... I'm just like pretty much done with props. I don't even think is Dante DiVincenzo even played. I don't even think so. Well, not yet. We're only five, not even five minutes into the first quarter. So well, we got to get his ass out there. <laughs> it's, you probably won't see him till the second. There's so. a lot going on right now. I got a lot of baseball too. So right now the Mariners and the uh, Blue Jays are tied up at two. I have Seattle tonight, bottom of the fourth there, and I got the Cubs right now on the money line. That was looking pretty good. They got a two-one lead, but. Uh, Strowman's through six here, and now they got runners on the corners, the Marlins do, with only one out. So getting a little nervous here. So there were some surprises in the first round of the draft, and I think the first one was Anthony Richardson going to the Colts yeah. because we all were kind of expecting Will Levis. He was the heavy favorite at minus 650 before that close. We watched that number plummet, and you were like, oh, okay. I yeah. think we see where this is going, and that's when the odds finally were wrong. The first three picks, the favorites went, and then the fourth pick, it was Anthony Richardson surprising a lot of people. That, to me is an absolute reach for that team. It is a major, major question mark as, into whether he can develop. When you draft a quarterback that high, they need to be your franchise quarterback. But that is an absolute reach. Do you think that's a reach? Or do you think that that... Like, I wouldn't even say steal. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could have said he was talked about as a number one overall pick for a while. But in reality, yeah. he shouldn't have been. Yeah. I, that, to me, was the ultimate reach that we have had. Even more than Jameer Gibbs, that was the biggest reach of the first round. So here's the thing. This is a tough question. I would say it's a reach. It's mm. definitely not a steal. Right. A steal would be Anthony Richardson falling to tonight yes. until the third round, and then yeah. you get him, right? Because, yeah. like you said, he could have been a number one overall pick. But, oh, man, he's played, like, 11, 12 games in college. Uh, he's going to be a project. But the thing, the good thing about Anthony Richardson, besides the workout and he's a physical freak, he wants to learn. He's a mm -hmm. hard worker, first guy in the building, last guy to leave kind of guy. And I thought that there were, like, four situations, four teams, four offensive coordinators that could turn him into an NFL starting quarterback. And I think he attached himself to the right guy in Shane Steichen. You saw what he did with the Eagles with Jalen Hurts, man. They had to redesign that offense. Because remember uh, last year, not the year that they go to the Super Bowl, the year before that, when they win eight, nine games and they go to the playoffs just to get bounced by Tampa, they changed their offense, like, week six. Completely, like, revamped that offense. So I think, like... Because you have Gardner Minshew there. I think with a year or two to sit and you put in the right offense, I think he could be all right, man. But I'm still going to say that was a reach. They, I think Will Levis would have been a reach, though, too. Either one of them. quarterback. Either one. Well, clearly Will Levis would have been a reach because it took till the second round for them to get him. But, right. yeah, you're going you're gonna to have to give Anthony Richardson time to develop. And if, if they're smart, honestly, you don't play him the first two years of his career unless it's mop-up duty and blowouts or there's an injury and you have to. I bet he plays this year, though. I think he does, too. Fact, That's the problem. I don't, I don't like it. I think he's going to be a starter week oh, one. Oh, that would be such a bad decision. And you want to hear something even crazier? Yes. I'm going to draft him probably as, like, Mr. Irrelevant in fantasy football because he's probably going to be a fantasy god. I mean, he is awesome. 
like is a football player. I don't know if he's going to be a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. It's like Justin Fields, though. I feel like you it could be. I mean? Remember Justin Fields' his rookie year where they would bring him in on random plays? Yeah. I could see the Colts doing that. I now, do that I don't have a problem with because that, that gives too. him some real game experience without a ton of pressure of being the full starting quarterback. Yeah. Oh, sorry, your Packers This is my on. guy, Leroy Butler. There right? you One go. One of my former co-hosts on the Wendy's Big Show right That's here. That's right. Hall of Famer. What are they going to do here? I didn't, I didn't get this one tipped to me. What are we going to do, Green Bay? Jaden Reed, wide receiver out of Michigan State. Jordan Love gets his wide receiver. Yes. And they still draft a guy only in the second round that's a wide receiver. No first-round pick still. All right, 2022, second team, all Big Ten. They have Christian Watson. They have Romeo Dobbs. They have Torre. He's wide receiver number three right now. Uh, You had Musgrave, who I really – I mean, he's – going to be a good pass catcher. You have Josiah DeGuara, you have A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones, and now you got Jaden Reed. 59 grabs, over 1,000 yards, 10 touchdowns. You could work him out of the slot. He could be a gadget guy. I uh, I like this pick. I really like this pick for Green Bay. No complaints for me. They always find good value in the second, third round. With I mean, Christian Watson turned out to actually be a pretty good receiver. Devontae Adams, God, Randall he... Cobb. None of those guys, Jordy Nelson, Greg Jennings, none of those guys were first-round picks. So we always love to rip the Packers. Oh, they didn't get Rodgers any help. They don't get Jordan Love any help. But, like, they have a ma- uh, way to do this, and uh, it's worked for them before. Christian Jayden Watson Reed. was my favorite fantasy waiver wire pickup last year. Oh, oh he man. was a monster. I man. snagged him after that. I can't believe nobody else grabbed him before me. My only the, problem is he can't stay healthy. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's usually not helpful, and that happens a lot. All right, Falcons taking Bijan Robinson. Was that a reach or a steal to you? God, this is tough. All right, I'll tell you right now. I think that that was neither. I'm going to go right down the middle. I think it was a good pick. I don't think they reached at number eight, but I also don't necessarily think that it was an absolute steal because I wouldn't have taken it maybe fourth overall. But for the Falcons, this could be a generational talent as a running back. And now in today's NFL, we've devalued the running back completely. The problem is he's somebody that can be a weapon in a high-powered offense that loves to run the football already. They've got multiple weapons they've utilized. They ran the ball really well. He can catch the ball out of the backfield, too. He's an incredible talent. And running backs, if they're good, will contribute right away. And if you look at what you've got right now, if you're the Falcons, saying we want to give Desmond Ritter a chance, right? He's going to be their starter. Why not give him the weapons around him to say there's no excuse we know now whether you're a starting quarterback down the road or you're not. So I actually liked the pick. Also, I bet it. So that was reason why, too. I'm a little happy about you it. You know what, man? I'm going to say, I don't want to say steal because it was a running back that went in the top 10, but I really like Bijan. I, I thought he was the top three player in this draft right behind Will Anderson. So I'll say, you know what? I'm just I'm with you right down the middle yep. on Bijan. The right now, pick. Let me move on to this one. Lions, Jameer Gibbs. I'm going to say that that was a reach. I get that they like him. Mm. I like Jameer Gibbs a lot. I just thought you could get him later on in the draft. And, I mean, I get that they don't like Swift. They're probably going to look to move him. But you just picked up another running back in David Montgomery. Um, So I'm going to say that was a little bit of a reach at 12, especially when you read the reports that they would have taken him top five. Yeah, I'm going to go reach as well. But I don't don't rip the pick like other people because – Again, Swift, he's a better version of Swift. Because I like him. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. the beginning of last year, he was dynamic. And then he just kind of fell out of favor. Jamal Williams got all the carries. 
And now if you've added David Montgomery, he's not going to – David Montgomery is past the point of being a, you know, the he's prime. He's not be every down back. It's not what you saw in, in early on in Chicago with him. And, and Jameer Gibbs is a different type of running back. So now he's going to be kind of your feature guy with Montgomery taking some carries and who knows who else they draft or pick up as an undrafted free agent that maybe makes the team at the running back spot. But he's somebody that adds – I mean, there's the Barry Sanders shiftiness. Yes. There's the, the Reggie Bush ability to catch the ball out of the backfield like a, a really good receiver. So I – I like what they did. I understand why, and I'm a big fan of Jameer Gibbs, but you probably could have traded down and still gotten him. Yeah. I mean, the thing, though, um, is, like, with, with Detroit, is just that offense is so damn good, so I don't really want to criticize the pick because we have no idea how they're going to use him. Like, look at how they used their running backs last year. Jamal Williams, they got him for the cheap. He broke Barry Sanders' rushing touchdown record, and then they just said goodbye to him. So who knows? They probably have a good plan for Gibbs, so I'm cool with that. Christian Gonzalez at number 17 to the Patriots, though. Wow, Charbonnet went to the Seahawks, so now they have... Oh, my God, so they're going to be stacked offensively. Yeah, they are. Because they have Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker already there. Wow, what a pick. What a pick. Seahawks killing it, man. John Schneider's done a great job in this draft. Yeah, and he's awesome. Yeah. Huge fan. And clearly Loved we can tell they're Bay. not. this is not a rebuild team. This is, a, oh, damn, we're actually pretty good. Uh, Christian Gonzalez going 17 overall to the Patriots. That's a steal. I, I, Dude, I Absolute steal. Absolutely. I thought he'd go to the Raiders at 7. We thought that he was going to go top 5, top 6. We thought he was going to be the first defensive back taken. He's my second favorite DB in this draft. I think that's an absolute steal. And if the Patriots like him, if Bill Belichick likes him, they know defense there. Yep. I think he's going to be an absolute stud. And this is what they do. I thought they were crazy not paying J.C. Jackson, letting him walk, letting him leave for the Chargers. And then he was a complete bust. He wasn't healthy. He got in trouble. And he wasn't very good when he was on the field. I guarantee Christian Gonzalez will be a stud for five, six years. Then he'll get overpaid somewhere else because that's the Patriots way. All right. The last two names, the receivers taken very close to each other. Quinton Johnston, 21st overall to the Chargers. Jordan Addison. 23rd overall to the Vikings. I'm actually going to stay uh, steel for both because Quentin Johnson, that's exactly what the Chargers need. They need a tall burner that they could put in the slot, play on the outside. That's what they have in Quentin Johnston because you could find a role for him when Mike Williams and Keenan Allen are on the field. And then when they're not on the field, come week two, week three, when one of them or both of them are injured, you have another receiver. And I like Jordan Addison. I know he's not the biggest, he's not the fastest, but he doesn't have to be wide receiver number one in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. He gets to be that slot guy. He gets to take over the Adam Thielen role with Adam Thielen leaving and play next to Justin Jefferson, in my opinion, the best receiver in the league. I love both. I think they're both steals. Addison's in a really good spot. And, yeah, Johnston, too. And No no receiver is big in this draft, at no. least these guys we saw early. No, the, Nobody looked at them as big big bodies that are going to go downfield and make plays in the red zone, but it's about slot receivers. And you need that in the NFL. You're going to go 3-4 wide all the time. So you need to have some of that depth. And for a, a situation, if you're Jordan Addison, and you know you got Justin Jefferson on the other side of the field, Kirk Cousins, at least for one more year, has some good targets, and he's got some speed, and he's got some talent there. So I think both of them are in a good spot. I, I'm with you, too, on steel. It, it kind of felt like that's where they were going to go, but if I've got to lean one side or the other and make a definitive answer, yeah. I'd still say steel because yeah, those are those are great spots for those guys, and those are, you know, I, I, I expected actually the Bills to go after one of them. I thought they would have been a good fit. Either one I of them Jordan would have been Madison a good fit. would be a Bill. Yeah. Yeah. All right, some early leans on Offensive Rookie of the Year. It's never, never too early. There's some value... Shockingly, though, there are quarterbacks that are right near the top. It's Ben MCM tonight.